0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Live Set Apart podcast. My name's Hannah. Hi, I'm Emily. And today we are going to continue in our relationship series, just some housekeeping. Continue to look on our Instagram, it may not be the best, but it's there. (laughs) Always feel free to message us with suggestions, comments, concerns, topics that you want us to discuss on here. And don't Snapchat us. Don't Snapchat me. And uh, as we were, were recording this, it is the holiday season, but you probably won't hear this until maybe the holiday season
1: is over. No, they're probably going to hear it like. No, they'll probably hear it like around Christmas. So. Maybe, maybe but yeah, well, yeah. We're recording this the end of November. But by the time it comes out, it'll probably be, maybe, it might be the new year, honestly. We are
0: ahead of the game, everybody. Honestly,
1: I have no idea. So, I forget how many are recording. I think there's actually only one more before this. So, actually, it might be around Christmas, honestly, yeah. Christmas time is here. <laughs> what are you Emily's doing? Emily's shaking her head at me, like, I please didn't, stop. I didn't shake my head, I was just looking at you. He's looking at me funny. (laughs) Emily, what are we
0: talking about? Or what's your question? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I meant when I said, what are we talking about? I meant, what's your question of the day?
1: All right. So. (laughs) I'm gearing up. (sighs) Hannah, if you had a pet parrot... What would you teach it to say? I would... Wow. do oh, snap at me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> probably. I would probably teach it to say, Jesus Christ is Lord.
1: <laughs> Hannah, what would you really teach... What would you want to teach it? Like fu- something funny.
0: Oh, something funny. Let's
1: be real. Sorry. that. Well, yeah, that's I mean, really funny. that's good. That's good. But I feel like what would you really want it to say, though?
0: I'd probably teach it to say... <laughs> <laughs> give me a cracker homie
1: <laughs> really
0: give me a cracker
1: well no i feel like what i would have thought you would have it say is would be something extremely <laughs> like ridiculous oh like
0: homie kwan you be sizzling
1: <laughs> yeah something
0: <laughs> something more along that line <laughs> That's when the other side of me comes out that no one w- wants to see.
1: Or have him? Ha- you have it.
0: Owiekins, <laughs> homie Kwan, Owiekins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't think that would actually work.
1: Yeah, we're not calling Owiekins. We're just talking about a parrot.
0: That was a great question. Yeah, I wasn't really it liked, funny? I enjoyed that Wasn't that, that funny? One quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was. Handy Kit Oh. Did you just, did I think I just heard Owen say Obi Wan Hannikins? I think so. That's pretty funny.
0: But anyway, our topic today <laughs> is For the
1: real topic.
0: We're going to talk about family, and specifically witnessing to family members, slash family members coming to know Jesus. I'm going to share a little bit of my testimony, which I'm excited for, and I'm also going to explain a little bit about what the Bible says about witnessing to family members who are not saved,
1: and if Emily has any questions or comments, obviously. No, I'm just going to stare at you the whole time. I'm just going to
0: listen to you speak. That's a little uncomfy. (laughs)
1: I don't. You would do the same thing. What are you talking about? No, I like to try to ask you questions. No, I'm just saying like be in weird situations where you just (laughs) like to mess with people.
0: I've always wanted to be that friend that like low-key stalks a couple like at the movie theater if they're on a date and like be in the back and whisper things like, don't get too close. But I'm never going to do that.
1: I'm never telling you if I'm ever going to the movies with my boyfriend because I feel like <laughs> you'd show up and be like, hey. I'd be like, hey, guys. Watch
0: your hands. I'm going to put a ruler in between you two. <laughs> Six inches for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I calculated it myself. Just ruler. <laughs> Dude, but during COVID, that was a real thing. I-
1: People just did that in general.
0: Like, my dad wanted me to bring a ruler. (laughs) Oh, really? I think. He, like, made some comment, and I was like, you can't be serious, and he was being serious.
1: Yeah, it was... like, one of those, like, fake, or not the fake, the tiny mini, like, three-inch rulers. It was a different time. It wasn't...
0: I was not a fan.
1: It feels like a a completely different world. Yeah. But, anyway. Sorry. Sidetracked. Side-track. That was fun.
0: Do you have anything to add before I go into <sighs> it?
1: Uh, I don't think so.
0: All right. We're going to dive on into this pool. Don't hit your head on the bottom, though. Okay, I really, I'm on a different level. Anyway, so what inspired me to talk about this actually has to do with... Something that happened in my life. It was pretty exciting. My parents came to know Christ. And it was just a beautiful miracle that I got to, ex- to witness and experience. But I want to go back to some events leading up to that. Some context leading up to that moment. And then explain afterward a little bit what happened. So I'm going to try to summarize as best as I can. But... I was saved in 2017. It was a crazy year. It was in March. And I was just like so zealous, I feel like, and on fire for the Lord. And I was raised in a Catholic home, and my parents were still professing Catholics. And when I got saved, it was in like the midst of basically the beginning portion of my first or of my second spring semester of junior year. And so I, my Christian friends were all excited, and I started going to their church, and it was super great. I felt like I was on a honeymoon with, with Jesus. And my one friend was like, ooh, you should go on a summer mission with me this summer through Campus Outreach. Uh, I went last year, and it changed my life. And I looked into it, and I was like, yeah, let's go. Like, I want to do this. I want to do all the Jesus things. And I had to support raise, and I was like, well, I'm going to have to tell my parents about this. And so when I told them, first of all, like, when they found out I, like, started going to a different church and hanging out with all these people, they, like, low-key thought I was in a cult, and then...
1: (laughs) I forgot about that, because I feel like you told me a little bit about that. Yeah. Because we we weren't really close friends. Like, maybe by the time they came to know Christ, we were getting... At that year later, but yeah, when Hannah came to know Christ, we
0: we weren't buddies. We weren't friends. No, but it didn't stay that that way, obviously. But um, <laughs> anyway, sorry,
1: sorry, I detoured.
0: No, that's okay. They thought you
1: were in a cult. Continue.
0: It was mostly my dad, and then when I told them, so mind you, I was my major was for speech therapy and. I always tried to like capitalize on my summers with either doing something related to the field I wanted to get into or just get a a decent job so that I had money for the next semester and I was like mom dad I want to go on this summer mission and they were like are you crazy they were like why aren't you like trying to find like an internship or like shadow for your job as a speech Mm -hmm. therapist like I think that's more important, was what they were saying to me. And this is, again, before they're saved. And I'm like, well, I get what you're saying, but God's the only reason that I am in college, and it doesn't make sense to me to worship something that's not Him. So I want to (laughs) go. They didn't really have a response for that. (laughs) And so, nonetheless, I ended up going. The Lord provided. My parents gave me some support. Which was nice. They weren't totally against me going,
1: I guess. They were probably just more of like, oh, why, though?
0: Yeah, I think they were a little sus. Again, the the whole, like, maybe she's in a cult, I don't know, I think was crossing their minds.
1: Pause. Have you ever, like, talked to them about this, like, now? Like, have you asked them, like, so what were, like, you know, take me back to that time? Like, through your, I mean, obviously they told your dad, you know. things happen but I I don't know have you talked to them about like that time in your life like yeah super recently
0: um not super recently but I talked to my dad about it and he's like yeah I mean I was a little concerned but now I understand you Uh, know
1: okay yeah
0: so he he admitted that he was concerned which is you know even if he didn't like that's fine but it was nice that he he kind of owned up to it but um that's something my dad does though he doesn't he always owns up to his failures
1: yeah and your mom you didn't really
0: I don't think I really talked about with my mom too much because she didn't seem as like whoa Hannah slow down but she definitely was like okay that's for Hannah and not for me you know mm.
1: yeah so because oh never mind oh uh, I'm sure you're talk about it because what were you gonna say I was gonna say but because it wasn't your dad kind of like didn't I th- feel like he came to know Christ before your mom. Yeah, I think my dad did. So, like maybe, like because your mom was like, "Oh, that's for you." But anyway, that's what I was saying. You you might have mentioned about it, or you might be mentioning it. But
0: yeah, I mean, in that in that moment, I don't think he. No, no, no. I mean, he could have been saved, but it it wasn't yeah. super evident. I guess in that moment.
1: I guess I was just talking about like when it happened. Like yeah, yeah.
0: but anyway, and but my dad though while this was all going on my dad was being discipled by a christian guy at his work like every day and this guy like i've met him before he's like solid he knows his bible like he's one of those guys that kind of fills like every need in a church basically because their church is so small yeah so just a stand-up guy but he was witnessing to my dad this whole time so Ooh. my dad had already been seen seeds- primed he was primed and seeds had already been sown so, that was pretty cool. I, I'm, I can't believe I almost slept that part out. But, anyway, so I went on the summer mission, and then I learned on the summer mission, like, how to share the gospel, and that was super exciting. So, when I came back, I was like, I'm ready to share the gospel with my parents, like, every day. And, like, I was just... Until they come to know Christ. <laughs> I was just so hyped. But, at the same time, I would pray with, like, tears, like, that the Lord would save my parents, because I was, like, terrified of them, mm. like spending eternity apart from Christ, like, I just, so many prayers and tears, but anyway, um, yeah, I feel, I felt really close to God in that season, really, really close, but anyway, um, still do, just in a different way, um, so, they got saved a year after me, so basically, from, like, August 2017 to, like, February of 2018, I was trying to witness to them, trying to ask them questions, trying to just be a light, but I was probably a little pushy. Mm -hmm. I was probably a little over the top, but I would ask them questions just about, like, just straight up. I remember asking my mom, like, yeah, but have you surrendered your life to Christ? And she god love her but in the t- in that time she was like well hannah that's easier for you right now because you're in college and you're not a mom and you don't have a family and i kind of like tried to tell her like that doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> but like i don't think it went super well <laughs> Ooh. so of course i remember the conversations that didn't go well yeah but they were but i but they would have conversations with me and i think that's the important thing is like they were willing to talk with me they weren't like Hannah stop talking about Jesus right now. Like they were
1: receptive. Cuz like I feel like sorry, so I don't but, but no, like your ahead. family cuz like you're like you very very much like what would you say like a, like a nominal catholic or like or like some some like your parents were like practicing catholics mm-hmm. and your grandma is also. Yep. So, so it's not like they didn't grow. up. It, what, there was like n- absolutely no like faith background at all. So, I wonder if they were like, oh, you know, like so, like that's for you. That's like your new thing. But like this is what I'm doing. So, but it's, so it's not like they were, re- they weren't rejecting faith. They at that moment were just like, not, not, not um, the Jesus thing. Like, not for me at the moment.
0: Yeah, they were really happy for me. I think. Yeah. But they were very much in the camp of like, well, I believe in God, so I'm good. Isn't dude. that enough? Mm, yeah. And then when I would like share with them, like, you know, we actually are deserving of hell, and the only way to Christ is by putting your faith and trust in Him, and literally giving your life over to Him, and repenting of living life for yourself and living in sin Mm -hmm. because just doing good works is not enough like for what god deserves and that's not why jesus didn't die on the cross so that we could do good works he died on the cross so that he would save our souls from hell yeah so that was what i was trying to like tell them and I felt like I was just getting nowhere for a while. And we would have these worship nights every first yeah. Friday of the month. Because yeah. at this point, I was still living in Cortland. Yeah.
1: I was you had just started living in Cortland, honestly. Like, we all just started. Like well, well, in the in house. O- yeah, in the house. In August. Mm-hmm. You're yep. Yeah, August.
0: Yep. And so this was, like, my senior year now. Mm-hmm. I'm in my senior year at Cortland. Basically senior semester because I finished early. But I'm in my senior semester and it's, like... We're doing these worship nights every first Friday of the month, and we're getting other churches involved, and, like, these nights were amazing. Super cool. And I would invite my parents every single month, and they'd be like, no, sorry, no. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, they need to come. And meanwhile, like, my dad's been primed. I've shared the gospel with them multiple times. have had lots of spiritual conversations. They've been more interested, but still, like, they're going to the Catholic church. They would say they're Catholics, and they're not really you're not really seeing a surrender.
1: Yeah. Wasn't, like, your dad, too, you were having conversations with him, he's, like, something about, like, oh, yeah, like, this isn't, but, like, I would want to do it with your mom, right?
0: Yeah, so I would talk to my dad, and he's, like, well, I, if, if we were to, if something like that were to happen, I would want it to be with, yeah, your mom too and I was like oh my gosh like they're so
1: close you're like I gotta get them to a worship night or some some sort of something just continue to share the gospel not that a not that a worship night will save somebody yes absolutely not like no God uses a lot of things but he happened to use other things as a catalyst for the gospel to be proclaimed and Mm -hmm. for people to come to know
0: Christ. yeah yeah and honestly when my dad shares his testimony he talks more about his work friend
1: mm, yeah. having an
0: impact on him than me whereas with my mom she talks more about me oh. having an impact on her I feel like
1: I've never really heard them share anything they did when they yeah. got baptized oh you, duh yeah I was there when they were baptized but I mean I've never actually had a conversation with them yeah. about it I guess that's what I meant
0: yeah so that was really cool, and then I was pretty, pretty, just getting hyped, but also still discouraged because I'm like, I still don't think they're Christians, and they don't want to come to these worship nights and I was like, I don't know why they don't want to come. We're just doing worship. But anyway. <laughs> why
1: won't they come? And they, they don't just, love me.
0: <laughs> and just for the record, too, like, all this stuff that I was doing, like, was not in my flesh. Like, the Holy Spirit was working. Like, I don't take credit for literally anything because... We can't. We can, It's totally God's work in his people. It's not me doing some special formula to... yeah. Like, we don't save people. Like, only God can change hearts. Mm. It's not up to us to save people. Facts. But anyway, so... There was one night in February. The weather was horrible. Absolutely horrid. But we are like, we're still going to have our worship night. Let's do it. And, again, I had been going to this Bible study that honestly wasn't the most solid, but the woman who led it was like very bold about her faith and very bold about praying over people and sharing the gospel and i admired that about her specifically
1: she was a bold bold lady
0: very bold lady and she would come to our worship nights pretty much for a while she would come consistently and then it kind of tapered off but She came to the February one, and I invited my parents to the February one, and it was the same night as Night to Shine, which my parents were going to go. And I was also going to go. Yeah, to help out. And then, help me with this one, did it get canceled,
1: or was it just too
0: far and the weather was really bad? The
1: weather was really bad, and then I believe, um, like, my boyfriend at the time, he... We were gonna go in his car, and so like he, there was an accident or something. Did he get in an accident? He got into an accident, so we didn't get to go. Yeah. So instead, we went to the worship night.
0: Yeah. yeah. So Emily wasn't
1: gonna come to the worship night. No, just be- just because like, gonna do a night to shine. Yeah. So it's like good good thing, but it just it didn't work out. Yep. And then my parents were already coming up,
0: and then the weather was getting really bad, and so they yeah. were already traveling up, and I was like. They are talking to me, and I was like, you guys should just come to the worship night. You're already traveling. And they decided to come, and I was like, what? Like, they're going to come to the worship night? What? Like, you know, sometimes bad weather's not a bad thing, right? Mm, No. Like, just because one person's praying away the weather doesn't mean God's going to answer it, because he's got other things in mind. But anyway, so they came and you know we're worshiping i think was it the night that jeff partial came with his band maybe i feel like it was or maybe it was either the
1: january or february one i don't remember that far back i'm sure if i were to i'm sure our facebook page is still active for Mm -hmm. the the um the nights of worship but it was packed though like there was, was a lot of people which i was surprised i'm gonna look and see if i can try to find it while you continue to talk
0: Yeah, I was surprised because, like I said, the weather was pretty bad. But anyway, so my parents come, and, you know, I'm getting my worship on. I'm just so excited they're there. And then this is when things get nuts. So I remember walking into the kitchen, and my parents were, like, off to the side with the lady who led my Bible study, and they were all huddled together and I was like oh my gosh like she's probably just like shared the gospel with them and like maybe they're praying like that God would like save them and like asking like and like surrendering their lives and then I remember walking back out and they like were both sobbing and they like came up to me and they're like we just said the prayer like we like we gave our lives to Christ and it was like oh probably one of the best moments of my entire life And I was just, like, in shock. And I remember just, like, hugging them. I don't know if I was crying. I'm not a big crier unless I'm, like, by myself or, like, with someone that I know really well. And, like, I think I was, like, teary-eyed. I think I was tearing up. And so God saved them. He saved them in that night. I believe they were genuinely converted in that night and saved and their hearts were regenerated. And I remember talking to my mom, like, the next, like, few days after, and she's, like, I just feel like I'm seeing with new eyes, and I was, like, mom, that's exactly what happened to me, like, when I came to know Christ, and I, I think maybe, like, my dad could have been saved before that moment, and he was kind of just, like, waiting to, like, make that declaration with my mom, but, like, it was so cool that it all happened at the same time, in the house that I was living in at the worship night, So that was just, oh, it just takes me back. I just, yeah, it was an incredible moment. So part of the reason why I share this is because if anyone's listening who has, who maybe you're a Christian, but your family members are not, like God can literally do anything. He can save your parents who maybe are in their 60s. 70s no one's too old no one's too far gone he could save your brother who maybe is like a recurring drug addict I don't know but like mm. he he can do anything and I just I hope that 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 this story blesses somebody and encourages somebody who maybe is dealing with that and I'm still dealing with it my brother's not a Christian I don't believe and it I can't think about it too much him, like, not being saved, because it just make it just kind of wrecks me, and mm-hmm. I just have to keep praying, and I pray, like, every day that God would save him, and, and come to know him, and that, yeah, my brother would come to know him as his Lord and Savior, so that's where I'm at, like, today, as far as my family goes. My parents, they I think a year after they got saved, they they stopped going to the Catholic church, which I feel like could be shared on a different episode. Yeah, that's something. They stopped going to the Catholic church. They start going to Grace Point, which is where we go to church, and they still go there. They love it. They're very involved. Um, my dad is a deacon and on safety team, and my mom is um, like a schedule coordinator. So it's just really fun to see them. Be members. They got baptized there. It's just it's it's been so exciting to see them grow, and I feel like they've grown. I feel like especially my mom has grown in her specifically in her knowledge of the Bible, and my dad has grown in boldness in sharing. And so that's what I've seen in them recently, um, and how they've grown. Mm -hmm. So do you have anything to add before I kind of talk about? Witnessing to family members, or anything um, like that. I
1: mean, just I feel like just being a like knowing you through that process, like maybe not. I mean, we kind of were no getting to know each other as friends, like more during that time, like after they came to know Christ, like or right before and even after, and so just seeing like that process from afar was really cool to like witness experience and and rejoice alongside of you pray with you um like for them to you know come to know christ so it's pretty cool like i prayed for you Mm -hmm. with ariel like that you would come to know christ and just like coming through and praying for you know your parents and like coming alongside of you and then still praying with for your brother as well. Like, it's kind of cool to be alongside with that. But just to see how you've grown since that time and to see how your parents have grown has has been so encouraging, honestly. Like, there have been a couple times where I'm just sitting... I was sitting next to them, and, like, they're your dad's taking notes, your mom was taking notes. Like, just to see them getting involved and growing at our church it has been, like, so cool to see. Like, sometimes I just... It just warms my heart a little bit I'm just Aww. I'm just thankful for what God is doing and for your family of course because they're like my second parents yeah
0: Emily's like our adopted
1: I'm basically she, their daughter she's like an Let's adopted daughter so I'm yeah I'm like your adopted sister sister from another mister yeah and I'm your baby's aunt yeah yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so it's, <laughs> anyway it's so up. awesome and then like I'll just add that after my parents got saved like a few years after that my cousin got saved oh yeah I remember when that happened yep and then Which my didn't
1: really know co- her cousin I don't know her cousin too much but yeah. I remember that pro- like I've met him a few times
0: yeah he got saved and then my grandparents on my dad's side
1: started taking their faith more seriously <laughs> yeah and then so it's like your whole family pretty much I mean, besides <laughs> your brother but like they all come to Grace Point now
0: my parents do and then my grandparents on my dad's side do. Yeah. Okay. So it's just like, it was such a domino effect. And like, so I cool. just, I'm just praying that it keeps going, man. Let's keep it going. I want to see every one of my family members come to know Jesus. Hey. Um, and, and I think too, there's been more of an interest with some of my dad's brothers okay. as well. So like, um, like, my one, my dad's one brother actually came to Grace Point once, which is really cool. Was I there when... Yeah, yeah, I was there when he was there. Yep, and then they, like, it's funny, they never used to do this, but now, like, when they give me, like, birthday cards or Christmas cards, it always has to do with God, because they know I love okay. God. Yeah. Which is
1: kind of cool, like, when people know, like, where you are. Like, my sisters, like, they aren't followers of Christ, but they'll get me, like... Some of the, t- sometimes, like, the tacky Jesus stuff, like, the, like <laughs> the Caruso shirts, like, you know, where it's, like, some sort of pun on, like, whatever, or. Yeah. I have one that's actually not too bad. It's, like, I'll fly away or glory, like, with, like, the music. It's, like, birds or whatever. Anyway, so, like, they know that, like, I love Jesus, so they'll get me, like. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Just, I mean, just my sisters and my mom, but still. Mm-hmm my mom's a believer but
0: yeah it's it's awesome but so definitely a domino effect and now I kind of just want to break down maybe some questions that people might Mm, yeah have about the bible and family and witnessing to your parents honoring them so first i just wanted to share two verses about family that i really like i think it really sums up how god feels about family and also to point out in the beginning god created adam and eve and then commanded them to be fruitful and multiply so that was like his first design for humans was to be was to have a family which Mm -hmm. i think is really cool but um, Colossians 3.20 says children obey your parents and everything for this pleases the Lord. So let me preface this. These verses are about how you should treat your parents specifically. So I know I said family but I need to be more specific. It's talking about um, how to treat your parents. So. That's Colossians 3 20 and then Exodus twenty twelve says honor your father and your mother that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. So we see that God commands us to obey our parents to honor them. So obviously he values that and it doesn't say honor your believing father and your mother or obey your believing parents and everything. So if you're a Christian and and maybe your parents are not believers, that doesn't give you an excuse to disrespect them, to not obey them. Obviously, unless like they're telling you to do something that's going to cause you yeah. a sin or something that is sin, that's different. But like, you're still called to honor them, respect them, and obey them. You can't just write them off. And I feel like I kind of did that a little bit when I first got saved. I was like, I'm not going to Catholic church anymore. Peace guys. And they were like, like I, I wasn't really open to discussion about why I was doing that, which looking back, I kind of wish I was more open about that. Yeah. So those are some verses that I really like. And then, so it's like, okay, well I understand that God wants me to honor my parents, but they're not Christians. Like, what does that look like for me? Like, how do I do that? And I think it's, it's pretty clear that you should treat them like Christ treated you, like with grace and mercy and love. Because let's be real, we didn't show Jesus any grace, any love that he deserves.
1: He just loved us first. Yeah, we're, we were the ones who put him on the cross. It was our sins that nailed him on the cross.
0: A- amen absolutely so
1: even if our parents
0: maybe don't even treat us the best or maybe they don't listen to us or maybe they give us backhanded compliments whatever it may be parents can be interesting sometimes like <laughs> it says
1: the new parent uh, yeah <laughs> i'm a parent now wow well trippy <laughs> well, i don't think we've ever i've never referred to you as a parent
0: Uh, it makes me feel old. Anyway, um...
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're so old.
0: I'm almost 30. Anyway, um... (coughs) If your parents don't treat you the best, you're still called to show them grace and the love of Christ. Also, I'm going to apologize in advance because my husband is working on our kitchen, so we've got some background noise. But I wanted to... Continue just answering some questions people might have when they're talking about witnessing to their parents, if their parents, well, or even just their siblings or other family members. But there is a verse in the Bible, Luke 14, verses 26 through 27, that says, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, yes, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. And so some people ask, well, you know, God saying those who do not hate their own father and mother can't be his disciple. It doesn't actually mean hatred in the sense of intense animosity or hostility. In this context, in the Greek, it's actually defined by extension, um, hate is defined by extension to love less. So he is saying that the love for Christ should be so vast and unreserved that all their love seemed to be hated by comparison. In other words, those who come to Christ are commanded to love their family less than they love Christ. So basically, he wants his his disciples are marked by loving Christ more than even their family members, even the closest people in their lives. So I don't want anyone to think that god is saying it's okay to hate your parents or strongly dislike them that's not what he's saying at all and so you might think well you know my parents are much older than me i'm just a young new christian should i even be witnessing to them and the answer is absolutely yes we are commanded to share the gospel and there's not really an excuse for not doing so and I just want to share some verses that back that up. So Matthew 28, 19 through 20 says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. And I think that's one that we hear a lot, uh, especially when... People ask the question, what's God's will for my life? Well, it's to go and make disciples. So go and share the gospel. Share the work of Jesus Christ that he has died on the cross for sinners to save us from hell and to give us eternal life through his perfect death and resurrection. And also his Holy Spirit to reside in us. Another verse that backs up this point that we are to... Witness to our family members who are not saved. Acts one eight says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And then lastly, 1 Peter 3.15 says, But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. And I like that it reminds us to do it with gentleness and respect because I think sometimes as Christians, we can be a little bit uh, arrogant and you know when we know the truth, it's like, I know the truth and you don't, mom and dad, so I'm not going to listen to you or you better listen to me. I think we know that that's wrong, but we can subconsciously have that attitude and so it's important to share Christ with them with gentleness and respect and honor because They're our mother and father. And like I mentioned earlier in this episode, God commands us to obey our parents, to honor them, and that it pleases him to obey our parents. Obviously, we're not obeying sin. But if our parents are kindly asking us to do something, we should obey and do it. So how do we What are some other ways we can be a witness to our family members? Obviously, we talked about sharing the gospel. Pray earnestly for them that they would come to know Jesus, that he would soften their hearts. Because the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective and we are righteous because Christ's righteousness is in us for those who are saved. So pray for them. Even if it seems like you're not seeing any change, just keep praying for them because God can do absolutely amazing things. And then the last thing I would say is lead by an example. So by respecting and loving your parents where they're at, showing them grace and mercy, they will see that you are set apart, that you have the love of Christ. They might not be able to say that it is love of Christ, but they'll notice that there's something different about you because the Holy Spirit's inside of you. So these are all things that the Lord allowed me to do when I was witnessing to my mom and dad. And it's so cool to see them saved now and to look back and just see how much I've grown and they've grown. It's just truly a miracle. And I hope that I can be a light to my daughter by sharing the gospel with her and teaching her scripture and the ways of the lord and i hope that she would desire jesus not because i do but because she wants to and she wants to know more of him so anyway this is kind of a shorter episode but when you have a baby sometimes you have to do that but i appreciate you guys listening we appreciate you guys please Feel free to message us in our Instagram direct messages or even email, not email, or even text us uh, with suggestions and topics you want to hear. We really want to know what you guys want to hear because it's sometimes not super hard to think of ideas, but it means more when it comes from our audience because we want this to be enjoyable for you to listen to. So yeah, thank you so much again for listening and have an awesome day.